it's bacon and then bake it instead of fry it. But uh-huh. you just put some brown sugar on top, flip it halfway and do some more brown sugar. And it's delicious. I like it. During, you're just sweating and happy. Yeah, yeah no, you're just like, this is the best thing ever. You would think my fat ass would have known about that before this moment in time. But apparently Johnny's fat ass did first. Yeah. I'm already on blood pressure meds. I probably don't need it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. That's like the worst thing about being a fat guy. When you're eating a good big meal and you start to sweat, you're like, damn it, people know. Uh, everybody knows what's going on here. We were talking candy bacon. Everyone's favorite uncle, Uncle Johnny. Hello, gentlemen. How's everybody? Doing good. And friend of the show, Johnny Graham. Hello. What's up, boys? Johnny. You said you wanted to keep it, so there it is. I'm good with it. So when we get sued, I'll just be like, I'm just a friend of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, you've been on since episode one. That's not a point. Uh... (laughs) Talking about. All right. So. Not a ton going on right now. The NFL slowed down. I don't have a draft ready for tonight. We got next week's episode. The week after that, we got three weeks to the, to the draft. We'll just three weeks. Three weeks. Uh, 20 days. Uh, I'll probably do one the week before the draft. Because yeah, okay. not much is changing. Not no. every, Everything is just kind of staying where it is until if, unless a tra- uh, some sort of trade happens or something else. so the, the only thing is just a lot of quarterback talk. That's why teams that yeah. you wouldn't have even – I mean, teams that definitely need one, but you, you wouldn't have thought they were going to do the things that they're talking about. But So it should be interesting at least. Yeah. I mean, means. I don't know why the Jets were having uh, Lamar Jackson to their facility, but whatever. Did they? I didn't see no, that. No, no, no. Oh. going to talk the- about the uh, Packers trying to get in on the Rodgers thing. And it was something that was started by Craig Carton on the Carton show on Fox Sports. And he also talked about it on, on the fan, 660 AM in New York, because he's got an afternoon drive show there with Evan Roberts. Shameless plugs. <laughs> I'm a fan, so I, I'm at least going to give him some love. Uh, but he was saying, over here, the 49ers might be interested. I'm like, I sit here, and as soon as I hear that, I go, that's not happening. The 49ers interested in who, Rogers? Yeah. He, he said he's, he wouldn't play there. He said it's not happening. Well, they're not going to trade him to the NFC. Exactly. That's not going. That's first. Second, they could trade their entire draft stock this year to the Packers, and it's the equivalent on that stupid chart to the fifty-third overall pick in the draft. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Because they, they don't have their first picks until the very end of the third round. Exactly, well, yeah. But if they spend all their picks and who's the guy they got at quarterback? Uh, Purdy? He's injured. No, no, no. Lance? Uh, yeah. God knows. Uh, I mean, so... he's basically a rookie again. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, it, it's just, it's not happening. No, but no, people, no. I got no, people in a, in a fantasy football league, I mean, today hit me up about it. I'm like, yeah, I heard about it. It's not. It's nothing. I literally heard on Sports Center today that the Jets and Packers are close. They've been close. They're just working out the the final touches on it. Like everything's fine. Like people are freaking out. The Jets fans are freaking out because they're Jets fans. Yeah, 
And like me, I'm just like, it happens, it happens. I just saw Carlos Correa, like Uncle Johnny said a few weeks ago, be signed by three different teams this <laughs> That's off-season. What I mean. this yeah. off-season. <laughs> Anything can happen in the world of sports and, at this point. Way more calm than I would have expected. Like Vince you were- McMahon has a mustache. Yeah, that, that looks hideous. That is Dark, dark black, jet black hair. He never even had black hair. I don't. Is he trying to look like Errol Flynn as a seventy-year-old man? I'm waiting for him to do one of these. (laughs) See, because it's a radio show, I'm I'm twisting my mustache. Gorilla all the time. So even not talking a lot about football, but what about uh? Belichick says Mac Jones is on the block. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, Anyone pull the trigger on that shit though? Like, but, but he ne- he never comes out and says anything, so I'm kind of surprised. But I guess he has to let it out there for draft time, I guess. But what you know, then what do they do? Who do they go with? You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, Lamar strange. would be an interesting thing for them. Yeah. But, so do you think that could be something that could be leading up to that? I mean, it's definitely a possibility. I mean, I, I don't think that it would happen, but definitely a possibility. And that was fucking gross. All right. And whatever team up after Lamar, you gotta you gotta change your whole offense to you know what I mean? Like to definitely, definitely. I, I just don't see him at this stage of the game why he would get rid of his quarterback unless he had something established in return. If it is yeah. the case, or is he just blowing smoke? Is he just he, he's gonna he's sign Cam to... Newton? See what I, oh, please. Back. <laughs> please. You see, Cam Newton said he would be a backup to the Browns. I saw. Did he? But yeah, at this stage, of, at this stage of the game, unless he thought he had a chance to crack the lineup, like if there was an injury-riddled quarterback, or if the Sean, if, if he's just not going to play well anymore, why would he want to be a backup in the NFL? He's get that Cam? I have no idea. Yeah, I, that just sounds so weird to me. I mean, think of who was the guy that just retired off the Chiefs? That's been a backup his whole career, but's made you know, Henny. Yeah, yeah so no, many. I, but, but that's you – no, know, Johnny, I get a guy like that who just was a journeyman and trying to bide his time, and he made a career out of it. Look, he's getting a pension. He's yeah. – you know that. But I'm saying Cam Newton, regardless that he's shit now, he was yeah. a, a good quarterback at one time. Was and, he a number and, one? Uh, no, did was... he – Sean, did he go number one? Who, Cam? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Was he number one? To the Panthers. Yeah. Feel like oh, no, I, I know to the pan. I'm just saying he was the first pick of the draft. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just saying, like, why would a guy like that right now relegate himself just to come back? Unless he just wants to be in the league that bad. I don't know. I think, Very strange. I feel like that's more what it is. Like he knows there's not a starting position for him anywhere. Yeah. Unless he goes to the Colts, who seem to need a starter. Well, they're one of the teams that are looking to really do something about drafting a QB. So. Yeah. I, I still see them in being. A, a good spot for Le- Levis, 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 whatever his name is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Interesting stuff. Interesting. So, ooh, interesting. What? We're about to get to WWE stuff with WrestleMania being last week, but two things coming from the Triple H announcement tonight on SmackDown. Uh-huh. One, Michael Cole said, one of the all-time greats and now running this place in reference to Triple H. So, Okay. Guess we'll Vince see. Probably said it in the earpiece. Tell him he's running the place. Uh, well, actually, somebody else was like, "Well, it's Vince. It sure doesn't sound like Vince is fucking in Cole's ear if he's saying that." Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, uh, the 
draft was not going to happen, but now it is going to happen, the WWE draft, and every superstar could flip shows. Oh. I don't even know who's what show. They all seem to go back and forth anyway. They all go back, and you know what? They do this. Especially during Mania season. Exactly, and this isn't this isn't something new, you know. They do they like to do this, yeah. You know, so I just think um, when they always say, you know, you 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 used to seeing the same most of the same guys on Monday, most yeah. of the same guys on Friday. So if they shake it up, but what's I, first of all, if I'm a Friday guy, I would love to go to Monday because I would think more people are seeing me. Not that not that Friday doesn't get a lot of views. I just can't get the same amount as Monday, can it? I feel like SmackDown's been the superior show over the past. Six I, it years. is. It, it's on but broadcast it's, television. That's what. No, it's on that, but it's also a Friday night. That's what I. Th- I mean, look, people can DVR shit, and I, I get that, but it just seems like to be on a weird night. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, yeah, I mean that's everything I've got. So, um, shall we discuss WrestleMania? Great. Two nights of wrestling. Aside from, uh, I'd a, say I'd say great one night of wrestling. Um, you weren't I mean, happy with the second night. Phenomenal. So I wasn't happy. So I don't know if not happy is the best way to put it. Uh, as a fan of wrestling and someone who allowed himself to get into the moment of WrestleMania, because yeah. well, it's WrestleMania, and I was like a kid watching those two nights. Sure. The ending of night two disappointed me greatly with the way they built everything and took everything to a certain level. I like Cody. I think he's a solid performer. I think he's good on the mic. I mean, I know some people like, well, he's got a lisp. I'm like, well, his daddy had a lisp and he's one of the greatest of all time. You see? Um, (laughs) Hot times! Uh, (laughs) Sapphire! Come on over here, baby. (laughs) We're going to have sitcoms and network television. Um, (laughs) Rick Flair! Let me tell you something. Tony Favati. <laughs> I always just thought he was from Louisiana. I didn't realize it was a lisp until much it was later all, on. Uh, older brother, Gold Dust. What was his name? Dustin? Dustin. Does he have a lisp too when he talks? No. No, no. he just... He just likes to do this every now and then. <laughs> Can I tell you, that's the best character he ever did. But that thing... When he was in WCW and they made him look like Uncle Festa and he went berserk yeah. and he said, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Look at the yeah, He just said, that's it. I'm finished with this horse shit. I'm out of here. <laughs> and, and you're like, is that the storyline or is it not? And he's just like, I'm gone. He goes, look at I look like Uncle Festa. I'm out of here. <laughs> it was great. And I'm like, this is a guy who's been dressed up to perpetrate a homosexual for the last <laughs> five or six years. And he was worried about looking like Uncle Festa. I'm like, it's just, just crazy <laughs> shit, man. Just wacky shit. Or that time when he got electrocuted and for years he would just be in the middle of talking, like, you'd be saying something, all of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. I that is great. Uh, <laughs> You're like, ah, it was a different time. It was a different time. You could get it away was. with these things. That is some funny shit, man. That um, is some funny stuff. So you yeah, weren't so. John, night two, not impressed. Night, night two, two just, good just night. didn't carry yeah. the way night one did. Like night it's, one, you started with Theory and Cena, which 
it went the way you expected. There you got the win. Well, yeah. the way me and Uncle Johnny expected. There you yeah. got the win. <laughs> I have the results up if we would like to yeah, discuss those. Great, great. I went nine and four. Uh, <laughs> nice. That was good. Nice. You two went seven and six. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, but and theory had to cheat because he's the heel. It was it, it was everything that that match should have been, and it was right. fun. Uh, seen as bald spot showed he had no tan because he said fuck this I'm out of here and his, and his face looks weird now does it look like he got work or something probably he doesn't look like because his hair is thinning he has to put in a different kind of style his head looks weird he doesn't look the same didn't he used to shave his head anyway he had like a high and tight he had a hot yeah yeah he used to do back, like he had like a military haircut but yeah. now he's growing it out but when you're balding and you grow it out it grows out weird yeah. So he's got that weird. Johnny, you know. I do. That, I don't throw it out, so I don't no, know. No, that's he's got that weird kind of haircut with the huge bald spot. It's very, very strange. I also know because I have the bald spot, but it yeah, doesn't grow that's weird. A, that's yeah. an O'Connor tra- trade, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh followed that up with Seth Rollins and Logan Paul, which was a good match. Yeah, it was good. It just took a while to get good in my eyes because I was expecting it to be like a banger. You from, thought they were gonna go at it, yeah. From st- from the belt, I thought yeah. it was just going to be the way it was at the end. Um, so but you know what is? He's in his forties now, so I, I guess you know he's got a he's got a conservative Seth Rollins. He's got is he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like close to forty or a little over. Oh, I thought I thought he's like forty one or forty two. I could be wrong, sure. I thought he. Turned- I, no, I'm looking it up because I'm I'm just shocked. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to like correct you, but I didn't. No, no, that. no. But I could. I thought he already turned forty. No, he's uh thirty six. Oh, then well. fuck it. Then I take it back. Yeah, he, <laughs> I thought there was a report that he was already 40. Nice no, 36. According okay. to Wikipedia. No, but uh, that's fine. I'm sure they're not bullshit. Come on, that in there. It's not true. Um the men's four-way tag, the eight-man, the the whatever the hell. The, the was better than we thought. It was fantastic. It was, it was a great a- match. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. I thought I was gonna hate it. Like I said, I that was gonna be my piss break. I thought it was gonna be that, garbage too. That it was, was so entertaining. Good. Yeah. So uh, I was at my anniversary like weekend away and Sean's texting me updates for Mania and he's like yeah. fucking four-way tag match. Like what the hell? It's so good. And then, That's so- what he, I, I remember him saying it too. And I'm like, because I didn't watch it live either. I watched yeah. it the next day and I started laughing. I'm like, this match was supposed to be garbage. <laughs> and I thought great. it was going to be. So yeah, when I got home, I was like, well, I mean, I, here's what I need to watch based on Sean's opinion. And I threw that one on, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, I did not see that coming. My two favorite moments, three favorite moments of that match. Chad Gable doing the... the oh, yeah. The, 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 yeah, the German suplex to Braun. That was awesome. Uh, the dude from the Street Profits uh, fucking steamrolling Braun as he's doing his second time doing the Braun, yeah. the, the Stroman Express. Yeah. Uh, Okay, I got four. The ricochet fucking shooting star press from the heavens. That's cool. Michael Cole lost his mind. He hung up there for my- you know? <laughs> I was like, Michael Cole doesn't know what's happening in any of these matches. He has no, no. idea. Nobody's told him shit. He's just there. Having a time down there. He was loving it. Oh, he was. And the, I got to be honest with you, the Braun Strowman splash. 
off the yeah. top rope. Oh yeah, when he jumped off. Yeah, I always Early. when those guys go up, you always think something's gonna happen. Yeah, like they're gonna come down. Well, you remember when Sid Vicious years ago yeah, came of, off yep, and he snapped yep. his leg? Yeah, yeah. so that was awful. I liked the big five man like suplex thing they did in the yeah, corner. Yeah, oh yeah, that was wild also. That was and cool. then Ricochet like tackled the one dude to get it all to go over. Like yeah. that was that was solid. I mean, yeah. well, Michael Cole was not to be outdone by the Sami Zayn kick out. <laughs> if, if you saw a video of him at the table, they're both standing up. <laughs> and he's like, he kicked out. He kicked out. He's he jumping around out. us. He kicked out. He kicked He fucking went bananas. That's what I'm saying. He had to have known nothing. Yeah. And he was just reacting. And that, that and you know that's, what? A, that's, a, that's a good idea. I wonder, do those guys know the outcome? JR used to never want to know. So he could call it the way it was. So he could call it with his. You know what? That's right. They probably, they probably don't tell him. I, like I think that. they I think they used to. Uh, and that's why Michael Cole sounded very robotic. But now that he, maybe he's not, is, which is my assumption. I don't know. No, I know. I it, sound, it, it sounds so much better because he's into it. He's, he's excited he's, watching it. He's, he's in the moment. Exactly. And that, that makes it because we all are, too. So it makes it more. Yeah. It's like you're watching with a buddy who'd be saying that in your room. Yeah. Like, because they were both standing up like they got out of their seats yeah. to call the match. Like they weren't sitting down. And they were and like you said, when Sami Zayn kicked out, he's like, okay, he, he was going berserk. Like it was almost like he couldn't act. No one kicks out. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what it was. It was, it was the one D. That's no, right. and that's what he just kept saying. No one D. He just, but when they film it, when they show it, just them two standing, it's wild. It's uh, it really is. So maybe Sean, maybe there's some truth to that. I know the guys who do know the outcome of the Spanish broadcasters because they really don't. They don't get as excited as a soccer goal. Well, they're also jumping over the bout. John Cena, don't know your yeah, no, Austin D. Holy <laughs> Bad Bunny. Ah, <laughs> oh, that horse shit. I can't. Well, we'll, we'll get there. We're getting there. Yeah, Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> one of these guys is going to get fucked up. But uh, the, the other, the one match that I was really like, I probably could have taken a piss there in this one was Trish Lita and Becky versus Damage Control. Yeah, that was no good. That people the, did. The fact that they went over was ridiculous, first of all. Yeah. The Lita is awful. Yeah, she did not look good. She does not need to wrestle anymore. Trish, I, I think Bad Bunny is a better wrestler than Lita <laughs> at this point. I, you know, I don't know if she worries about it, Mac, as much as she said she never did. But getting a little older, I don't know. Yeah. That might, that might, that might be something too. And it. that's fine. I completely understand that. Then don't no. do it. No, that's what I'm saying. Don't do it at all because, you know, she. If you're worried about becoming a paraplegic, then stop. Yeah, I mean. I mean, they try, but once again, they trot her out for a payday. I guess you can't say no. Because what else is she doing? Out of the ring from the top row? That's what I'm saying, Johnny. It's nuts. It's She, she was putting uh, herself. Uh, she she could save those hundreds of thousands of dollars and not spend them. Yeah. That's I, one way to keep herself out of the ring. Yeah. That's yeah, true. That match, that, that match was all shit. That was. So I'm not even going to bother otherwise. But the best it. match of the night, Shawnee. Uh, Ray and Dom. Well, it's like good I said, match. it was a good match. It's Best good, entrances not, of the weekend. I'm yeah, just I, not a fan of that. And you know what? Just to get into the Monday night, then, then what? Okay, so Austin Theory goes through, and then what happens? He's got to come out and pick a fight with him. And I'm like, stop it! Just stop! Stop! <laughs> like he's supposed to ride off this high of beaten scene, even though it's you know it was a garbage uh, ending. 
And now he's and now he's got to be now he's punking this little guy. I, I can't I can't take it. But to just get the women's match that night. Oh, was, Flair and Ripley, yeah, yes, was fantastic. That was a good match. Oh, it was so good. For two, yeah. like I said, they they perform just as well as the men. I mean, just, you know, it's not, that was incredible. If, yeah. not better. If the, and I am saying that here's another thing too. I don't know the name of the move. I keep telling Sean, you know, when they do that flip, but it ends up flipping the other one and they smash their head like in a DDT. Yeah. Yeah. Canadian yeah. Destroyer. Yeah. Well, you know, so that happened to Ripley, even though you look oh. like you're in control, then you are the, you're the one who gets fucked up. Yeah. Somebody's going to break their neck doing that. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Like, cause they hit the top. They're supposed to bounce off the top of their head, I guess, you know, yeah. as they're moving. But once somebody's going to catch their forehead, and I'm not saying hard, but somebody's going to get fucked up doing that one. Because they do it in all, they especially do it with the little guys in the other companies. They do it every every other move. Somebody's going to get fucked up doing that. It is a lot. It's a very, you see it quite often in these matches. So. 100%. It just, it's something that came about now and they, they do it all the time. But like, Rhea Ripley's a big girl. So I know she's agile. But you get flipped. You you're depending on everything because it's just a flip. It's not like a pile driver. Pile driver used to get a lot of help from the legs of the person. Yeah. At least you should. You know we, that was a lot. That was the most of the help. Here that, they kind of just bounce off their head and keep going. Yeah, kind of fucked up. What was the move that uh, Rhea did to Charlotte that busted her nose open? That she just big. did a German suplex, but when she yeah. did it, like she flipped, oh, went over. Yeah. Landed, yeah. Right? But landed face, I, she wasn't supposed to land face first. Yeah. I think she was supposed to land on her stomach. <laughs> but I think she overturned and was unsure of, or didn't turn enough and was unsure of how she was going to land. Yeah. And face first, it got carp, I don't want to say carpet burn, but uh, cover, yeah. whatever the hell it is, burn ring, on ring her mat. nose. Ring, yeah, ring. mat burn yeah, on yeah. her nose. And, but that was a fantastic match. Charlotte did the really? the 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 moonsault from the top rope. Like I yes, said, she yeah, no, we got we got the Canadian the the Texas clover leaf. We got all, I called all of them. No, yeah. you got it. It was it was really good. It, and and good. it was it was the right ending. She was supposed to win. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it just it, it was really good. It really is. And now, reportedly, Charlotte's probably gone for quite a while. Right. Take. Yeah. Her and Andrade are going to go <laughs> on vacation. Yeah. What's that? Her and her uh, husband are going to go on vacation. No, no, that's. I mean, she wants to have kids, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. right? Yeah. So she's yeah. she's ready to put this behind her for a little bit. So, and Rhea is like the she's the it person now. Hundred so. percent. She's yeah. the face. She's the face of the women's division to begin. But I mean, she's up there with the men as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Like, I mean, she is just and that she is that, and I don't think they ever thought this is what she would be. Because yeah. right, she wasn't as big. She's always been that height, but she wasn't as wide. I remember watching a YouTube thing. It was a bunch of the new girls who came in. And they were all, it was all talking about like they're just their experience. And it was her. And I can't remember the other three girls who were with her, but she was so quiet and diminutive. Like she would hardly speak. And and I'm just saying, like, you could just see the difference in how she is then as to what she became. And then, like I said, she became a you know, a powerlifting freak. So she's a yeah. giant now. She's met, excuse me, she's massive. So I think she's going to carry the company for a long time. Yeah. And they kind of teased uh, Bianca Rhea future, maybe battle. That'd be God, kinda... that felt like a Vince thing, man. 
I mean, probably, but that'd be champion versus champion to unify him would be pretty No, bad. no more unifying anything. Just <laughs> stop it. Stop with people having multiple belts. I'm fucking Let's, sick of it. Vince back charge. Everything's oh getting... Oh, my God. Then just make one of each. Nope. Uh, don't have to have two of everything, and then some asshole's got to walk around with two belts all the time. Like, I would annoy the shit out of me if I was a professional wrestler. I got to carry around two of these fucking things in my carry-on. Are you serious? It's like you're the WWE tag team champions, and then you're the Monday Night Raw champions, too. It's like, <laughs> what? The you're the tag team champs, it? and you're the tag team champs. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, All right. That's, well, we have- that's like 25 pounds. I'm going to get charged double. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, Ray and Dom was what it was. Uh, it was It was fun. It, was, it wasn't a bad match, uh, but it, it just was what it was. You knew you were going to get the uh, interference on the outside. You didn't know that Bad Bunny was going to jump in and wave his finger at him, but you know, you knew something was going to happen. So that was that. That was fine. Uh, and then uh, the main, uh, we had a Pat McAfee showing. Yeah, cool. I, we talked about it. The, the, the Miz is soul to soul. <laughs> Both <laughs> nights. He's just, it just, what, what, what is he even there for to get, to get beat up by other, other people from other fields? It's sad. Yeah. Like yeah, I like sad. McAfee, but why is LA Knight not in that position? Yeah. On either night, on either night, didn't need Kittle. And he just, yeah, no, that was that was weird. Also, you know, apparently yeah. the McMahon family is the only family in the world that tears their quads randomly. I was, yeah. that was, he was, uh, and, 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 I, I'm, and oh, go ahead. I guess he comes out and doesn't try. I mean, I know he's old and he's not doing. He does it one night a year, yeah. so I mean, yeah. you got to expect something's going to happen to you. I don't understand why they decided to bring him out of all people. Yeah. Could have been any returning, like Shane McMahon. He left the company, like they well, got fired, and, right? Which Just is to, weird in its own right, also. And and two, I mean, think about it. He was doing the one WrestleMania match for years, and he was usually jumping fifty feet in the air and smashing into tables and stuff like that. He would do those that kind of shit. He would destroy himself. So now. After all of that, all he does is leap over somebody and he blows out his leg. It's destroyed. <laughs> yep. It's going to be a long six months for Shane O'Mac. Yeah. I, I would, I would, I would assume he's done with all this. Here comes the money. In terms, in terms of, in terms of getting money talks. Here comes the money. Money, 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 money. He got a huge pop though. He was like in tears. Yeah. Well, I guess because he, of that pop, and he was just like, "Oh, thank you for remembering me." Yeah, I guess he's realizing that. <laughs> ah, whatever. Um, yeah. And then after a, a musical performance, we finally got to the main event of night one with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens up against the Usos. And I texted you both the next day, and before I knew who was going to be the main event, is it the ghosts? No, no, no. I just hear walking around, so I might have to run up there. Okay. But I was like, well, what? If I was going to end WrestleMania, I want to end it. Am I going to end it with the the Judgment Day's music or Rhea's music? Or am I going to end it with Sami Zayn's pop song thing? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And so I was like, that's got to be the main event. And then later on, they announced it was going to be the main event. It was a good match. 
it went for fucking ever. Yeah. Uh, but how many super kicks do it we was need? too many? There was so <laughs> many. There's so many. Like that used to, Shawn Michaels used to hit one, and that was it. Yeah. Now you get you got to get kicked with seven hundred and fifty. Sometimes two kick out at two. You know what it was? It was almost like obviously the predetermination was what it was, and the Usos were like, "Fuck it, <laughs> let's see how long we can take it before <laughs> we got to really give this shit up." Yeah, you know what I mean? because it went on for a long, like you said, it's a it's a long match. It's just way long, but fun, man. It was so fun. I'm it surprised was... there was no solo interference. He was with Roman. Yeah, I don't get that, but all right. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. I, I don't know. He's if doing literally it. their brother. I don't know if are they have they done anything on SmackDown with it so far tonight. Yeah, I don't know either. I I've, I'd only seen like the first hour, and I was also playing WWE 2K23. Were you uh GM mode? I was doing GM mode. I absolutely was. I was booking oh, yeah. the shows. Nice. Are you in first place yet? I'm losing a Kurt Angle. It's bullshit. <laughs> no, he's a legend. And I keep getting people keep getting hurt on my roster constantly. I'm like, what the fuck? You're not getting enough vitamins and stuff. You, you don't get any love if you do normal matches. So you got to do the harder ones. And then people are gone for four weeks. And you're like, well, now I got to sign somebody else. This is bullshit. <laughs> anyway, Sammy and Kate titles. Tons and, of and, 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 and I was stoked after that yeah. match. I was like, good, good first night. Tomorrow's going to be time. even better. I'm super excited. And That's then, you made mistake. yeah, then that morning you start to hear rumblings that you, you that Endeavor had purchased and yep. merged UFC yes. with WWE. And you're like, That's interesting. And then you're hearing st- rumblings about, Oh, Vince is going to be uh, the, like the chief executive, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, Huh. That's interesting too. <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. Uh, <laughs> Due to your contract, I really. Really wish I hope he dies before that. Uh, no, I'm just kidding, I don't mean that. Uh, but it, I mean, if he lost his faculties and couldn't do it anymore, I wouldn't be that upset. Uh, I mean, <laughs> bowels, yeah, so couldn't sit out there. Oh, he'd still do it. I'll chip my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I wore a diaper at WrestleMania one, I'll be fine. Where's the paralegals? Uh, <laughs> It's good shit, pal. Um, <laughs> anywho, <laughs> night one starts with the match of the night. I mean, night two starts with the match of the night. Brock Lesnar versus Omos. It wasn't terrible. It's was four minutes. <laughs> That's yeah. all they got enough, man. Two big guys. It's over. At least they didn't drag it out. So the only thing about that match that really still sticks with me is the fact that when Omos came out, his his hoodie on his little top thing was like right here like barely covered like where he could barely see. I was like how the fuck can he see anything like what what is he how does he see and then I was like just lift it up a little you could because he's walking like this like <laughs> like you're trying to look out the bottom I was like just adjust it obviously we know he's strong and he's a big fuck Brock Lesnar but to pick that fucker up with that dead weight, mm-hmm. I mean, almost as a huge individual, rather, you know, and just do what they do to each other. It's just crazy, man. It's yeah. like, how the it fuck? First match. What? It wasn't the worst match of the night. No, no, no. no it wasn't. And like you said, Johnny, it was short and to the point. It was fine. Yeah. 
And Brock definitely looked like his back was hurting after that match. Oh, God, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Look at his size, almost. Yeah. <laughs> I felt his pain there. Brock got down, and he was like, ugh. He didn't see the look on his face. Like, oh, God. <laughs> I need some beers and some ice. Somebody please help me. <laughs> um, but then you had the... Was the women's four-way tag after that? Yeah, now that one was a... That was... If night ones was really good, this one was a big letdown, I felt like. No, this one was what we thought it was going. It was what we thought it was, and we let him off the hook. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. and just awful. I, we don't have to spend a lot of time, but. Yeah. No, we I don't. Mean, uh, uh, who won? It was. Um, Baszler she, and Rousey. Yeah. yeah. They weren't even in the match. Like, they, they disappeared for, like, 90% of the match, and then they come in and win. Yeah. Well, and then Baszler wasn't wearing a boot, so I think like, she hurt her ankle. Yeah. It was so, just like, I don't done. know what the plan is for the w- winners of that, but if they were supposed to get a title match, I don't think they're getting it because I think Baszler's actually injured. They haven't no. said anything, but I think she is. How mad are you going to be if Rousey comes back tonight on SmackDown and beats Rhea for the title? Ah, oh, man, I'd be. I will definitely know that Vince is back. I'd yeah. be super pissed. Yeah. Uh, that would definitely be a Vince move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Edge versus Finn Balor in a Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Not no, the best. it was it was stupid. It was stupid. The yeah. Edge comes out. They like do the whole brood Edge thing, and he doesn't even come out to the brood music. First of all. <laughs> He's, He's got brood. some silver thing over his head. Yeah, yeah, that was. He came from the from underneath with the fire. That was the only brood thing about it. He didn't hold it. No, no gangrel. Yeah. No nothing. And he comes out and he does his walk down to the ring and, um, but okay. So he comes out, does his thing, whatever. Then Balor comes out as the demon, and you're like, cool. He came out as a demon to his music, awesome. And then he made it the most corny, dopey, fucking cartoony demon character ever. Yeah, yeah. Certain parts go, ah! And you're like, what the fuck, man? Like, you were never like this previously. <laughs> and that's when it starts to click in my head. Oh, no. Oh, no. Vince is in charge? Vince <laughs> is running this. Vince is in the back. This is bad. Now, you think um, he over night two? Yeah. Okay. Certain aspects of it, I definitely do. Um, All right, guys, give me one sec. I'll be right back. Sure, go ahead. Someone's yelling for me. (laughs) But I don't know why, because things were running without him. You know what I mean? Why get involved for the... Because he's an egomaniac. Yeah, I know, I know. If my shows were doing better than they were without me, and I'm making more money because of it, guess what I'm not doing? Getting involved. I plan on being retired by the time I'm 60. This man's almost 80 and doesn't want to stop working. There's a problem with him. You know what it is, Sean? I think if he does hear, though, that if he gets the same feedback that we're saying, the night one was better than night two, and he had nothing to do with night one, and he did try to put his hands, you know, around night two, I don't know, maybe he'll just say, fuck it. Do you think he's got that bone in his body? No, I don't. You know what? Like I said, the sale, the sale's a weird sale to me also. Like you just said, you know, the way they're keeping them on, 
you know, how he's part of, you know, you know, it's almost like a company bought it to really do nothing with it except make, you know, profit, obviously just the money. They're not going to be in uh, any realm of the company. You know what I mean? They're not going to be in, uh, however, what do they call it? They call it uh, a... What's the shit they just, just, when they have, whatever they call, you know, they're they're not going to be production. They're not going to be in anything. They're not going to be, they basically just gave him the money that whatever he had to sell the company, but he still has to stay in charge. (laughs) Hey boys, happy Easter to you. I'm going to jump. Great talking for the little time we did. Have fun. Okay. Your mom there? Johnny. Yeah. Everyone's running around right now. It's kind of crazy. So I'm going to head up and help out. All right. Have have happy Easter, bud. Hey, you too. See you guys. All right, everybody. Yeah, definitely weird. You know, so just a, uh, but I guess everybody got what they wanted. Yeah, I mean, except so, for Triple H. Yeah, but like you said, that tweet came out. Well, I don't, I mean, he should be in, in that's right, create control, creative control. Yeah. He should, he should be the creative end. I don't know. It's clear Who? that he could do it. Oh, Hunter, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, and this is, isn't this basically what he was groomed for anyway? I mean, you so, would think with him having NXT for so long. Well, he had that. He did, but I'm saying, Sean, he's done every possible thing. He married into the fucking family. Yeah, I'm just saying, like this was always to be part of it. He's a guy who, you know, like I said, I know they all get in the ring, you know, from Stephanie to Vince to Shane to fucking Edna, whatever her name is. Why can't I think of her name? What's the mother's name? Linda. Linda, I had no right call that. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying everybody, but Triple H, this is what he did for a living. So he knows the game inside and out. You know, it's not like a Vince Russo being in char- charge or anything like that. It's it's just leave him alone. Let him do it. And, and like you said, Vince, you're on the other side of it, man. Just sit back and collect. You're lucky, you know, not you're getting the money from the sale and you're still probably making a little, you know, you're drawing a salary at least. Yeah. So stock options, <laughs> I mean, he's he's loaded, but for what? I don't know. You got maybe ten years left of life. Like, just enjoy it. Now, let Don't... me ask you a question: What would uh, contingent on sale? Is the headquarters still going to be in Connecticut? I think so. Right, they're not moving any. See, that's what I mean. So this was basically just a buy, and it's still run by whoever it's run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess they kept the Saudis out. <laughs> Yeah, which is good. No, no, um, exactly. But, I mean, I, to be honest with you, would I have left stopped watching if the Saudis were involved? Probably not. But, but you know what, Sean? The more that this happened, I think it would have been the same thing. They just would have bought it, collected yeah. money off, made profit off of whatever, and, and let everybody else run it. I think he would have only sold to people that would have let him do that. Yeah, uh, exactly. Right. So um, he, he set himself up for that. Uh, he wasn't about to be like, I'm selling it now. Nobody in my family has any control. Like he was, there was no way. Um, all right. Okay. So. Belair and Oscar, it was fine. Mm. Oh, no. Back to Edge and Balor. The mm. biggest issue with that match was just the fact that like, it's a hell in a cell match. Yes, there could be weapons under the, under the uh, ring and all that stuff. They had to be their specific colors. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, have red and purple chairs and red and purple kendo sticks and shit. Like, yeah. as soon as I started seeing that, shit, I was like, "What is this? Yeah, make Why sure you is this like this?" You know, and then Ballard got busted open with a fucking ladder. 
So Oscar, yeah, the Oscar match. Well, that's like Ballard getting fourteen oh, staples no, no, in the yes. ring. Yeah, like you said, yeah, why they they made everything. Sure, you know what, Sean? I don't know if that's uh if that becomes it because Edge is hurt. I wonder if if like whatever this shit is lighter or made bit different. You know what I mean? Like mm. so he can get beat, beat with it, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. smacked him because of his neck injury. I don't know, maybe yeah. that have had something to do with it. But you know what? Even guys were in, you never see it as blatant as you said. You're right. Like they were just picking, you know, they had this stuff, but maybe it had something to do with it. Yeah, it, it, I do. But I mean, Finn getting busted up on the fucking ladder and then getting staples in the ring. Yeah, no, that was uh, is a bit. Wasn't expecting that. And well, when they were when they were following Edge around, I was like, oh, he's busted open. But it and wasn't I, supposed to happen. Huh? That wasn't supposed to happen. No, that was hard way. That was not that, supposed to happen. No, that's that's what I mean. That's. So it's funny they switched like following Edge around, getting more weapons, and Balor's getting stapled. Like yeah, Jesus, yeah, no, that's crazy. Right. That's yeah, no, these guys. Are... No, just staple me up. We can see your skull. It's fun. Yeah, staple it up. I'll be good. Um, but yeah, Edge won that, which was again stupid. I, I once again, I don't know what he's hanging around for. You know, except for a payday because he's you know he's clearly older and not himself, and he's hurt. And you know, in general, he was never supposed to wrestle again. Yeah. So, and he's just holding people back at this point by winning those matches. Yeah, well, hey, listen, what did we say at that time? We thought this was going to be a thing. You know, we said the Cena match, this match, you come in, the old guys pass the torch, but then you you make it. And not only do you let it, <laughs> does he got to lose, but like he's, his fucking head was cracked in half. I mean, just weird. Like, I, I don't understand the booking behind night two and, at all. Um, Bel Air won. We knew she was going to. We, we felt like she should. Um, that was a very pedestrian match. I don't really even remember that much about it. Um, Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew was a fantastic match. Uh, just a lot of meat, smack and meat in that one. Uh, <laughs> a lot of red chest. A lot of red. Just a so of, red. A lot of white guy turning red. <laughs> man. When he takes the lashings and the whippings and the smacks, by the end of the match, man, he is just, well, because he's the color of an x-ray. But I'm just Oh, saying, Sheamus? Yeah, Seamus, how red he is. Yeah. And you could see like the the like blood blisters on his like yeah, chest and shit. You're like, God. It's wild. And like I said, him and Drew McIntyre are actually pretty tight, man. They're good friends. Yeah. So you know, and not that I, I don't know how he, you know, maybe he's Gunther's friend also. I don't know, but uh, you know, he just uh it, it, yeah, it was a good match. It was good. It was good. Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, I definitely think that sets Gunther up to break Honky Tonk's record, though. So uh, you know cool. what? I, he's yeah, he, he he's sticking around. Let's put it that way. You know, when he first came out and he started, you know, with a couple of uh, once again, anybody starts with like a name like that. I'm like, what what, what are we doing? Yeah, you know, it's just it is different, you know, and it's like Gunther, and you know. Well, when he was in NXT, and even when he started in Europe, his name was Walter. Walter W A L T E R. That's his real name. Yes, yeah. What? Walter's Walter's his real name. Yeah, so they didn't use it here. They used so they went with another old German name. Yeah, yeah. So they just said Gunther. So they were like was like if my real name was Gunther and they changed it to Walter, people would have been mad about that too. Meanwhile, I was just like, all right. (laughs) What was I watching? The other the other guy, the British guy who was in he was the he was in, you know, uh Nexus. What the hell is this? Wade Barrett. Yeah. He was he was announcing not too long. He did he Yeah, he does SmackDown now. So he's on that every week. Yeah. Okay, that's that's where I saw him. I couldn't think of where I saw him. 
It'll call. He hits him right in the face. But you know what it is? There's another guy. Like you said, you think these guys are going to be gone. And yeah. they still get work. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, they tried out Titus O'Neil on commentary the other day. I don't think yeah. they should keep doing that. That was <laughs> an interesting experience. Maybe on, like, main event that's only on, like, Peacock. I don't know. Just yeah. It wasn't. I mean, to get you more reps. Yeah, Titus. Well, like you said, Titus has another job anyway. So it's something like, happens. And he was like, Oh, I, holy, I can't say it. Sugar honey, I tea. And I'm just like, What is going on right now? Well, like you said, Sean, it's it's sometimes when you have different guys, like I said, when, when you know, baseball and football, they keep selling out to these streaming services for a couple of games just to make a buck. And last year, when Cliff Floyd and Tommy, oh, God, Cliff Floyd's like, you know, I never heard Vin Scully go, all right, so what he's doing right now is he's trying to back up his boys. <laughs> and I was like, Vin Scully was like, hey, the grass is green. And uh, Eric Carroll's just trying to back up his boys. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, Cliff? What are you saying? Um, ah, just, yeah, I don't get it. Uh, what else was there? Uh, then we had, we talked about Shane coming out. Yeah, that was just that, not once again the Miz is a disgrace. And Snoop Dogg giving him the people's elbow, the worst people's true. elbow I've ever seen. By the way, if you watch Hunter's uh, press conference, Snoop did that on his own. Once he saw the get hurt, he did everything. Now there was a cameraman who, who said, was saying the punch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he said hit him, hit him, and then Snoop went through the rest. And I guess they just, you know, he he jumped right in the ring is what he was what Triple H was saying. He goes, look, Snoop took it upon himself and. So we never lost that. But the cameraman's great. Hit him. Yeah. <laughs> Hit him. Hit me. Hit me. Hey, punch him. Punch him. It's like <laughs> everybody's in on the fucking thing. It's crazy. Like, we know the referees run the match, you yeah. know? But now you get fucking cameraman's like, do it. Do it. There's like so many fail saves yeah. for shit to happen. You know what I mean? So funny. At that point, just have L.A. night ready. Like, L.A., get your shit on. Get up there. But then, Sean, like you said, the end of the night was a disappointment to me, too. I think Cody should Yeah, you get to the main event, and you have the entrances. Both were incredible. I'll tell you this. We saw Cody's entrance. It was me, Riley, and Murphy down in the basement watching night two. Boys had spring break this week, so they were up. They were both falling asleep, so I was like, Okay, Cody's in the ring, nice entrance, you know, hugged his baby, kissed his wife, waved to the crowd, gave uh, Luke Harper's son, who, you know, Luke Harper who passed away a few years ago, gave him his weight belt, which was a nice touch. Um, And they called out Luke Harper on the announced team, which was great, which awesome that WWE did that. And then he was a well-liked guy. He was. Uh, everybody loved him. Uh, even Big E posted about it on Twitter. Like, he's great hearing my buddy's name on. on they, they, you know what? It's funny. They let, you know, you would think, not, and not that he, look, he was part of something, but a bigger put. But I mean, for somebody to be in a business who wasn't number one and everybody just, nobody had a bad word to say no. about him. Never everybody respected him, him, thought he was a good man, everything else. Exactly. So, uh, shit, you know, good die young, right? Uh, but they do all that. They start the Roman Reigns entrance with the pianos and all that. And he comes out and they start playing the music. I'm like, all right, cool. I run the boys upstairs. Like we run up to the, to the second floor. They run to the bathroom. I get them tucked in. They, I get their music on. They listen to it at night. I check on Sade. She's still in with the twins. Sonia's still up because of course she is. <laughs> I come back downstairs and, and Roman isn't even to the ring steps yet. 
<laughs> I was like, this is insane. Like I came back downstairs. I think I took a piss too before it. I was like, oh, he's not even in the ring yet. Like 15 what is minutes. 15 minutes. What the hell? <laughs> I got so much done just now. <laughs> but it was a fantastic match. Uh, when they kicked out Solo, I thought that was a break because now it's, I mean, you saw it Heyman there, but it was, you know, yeah. one-on-one and they, had, they, they were doing a great match. Then you had the Usos come out and interfere, but then you had Sammy and KO come out and, and run off the Usos and then hit a couple things on Reigns. Uh, Cody kicked out of a bunch of stuff. Uh, obviously, Roman kicked out of a bunch of stuff. They did the multiple crossroads and then Heyman's on the apron and solo comes back out in a hoodie and spikes him. And then he gets a, a, a spear and that's that. And when it ended, I went, are you shitting me? Well, now it's funny because I'm sure everybody like us thought Cody was going to win. Yeah. So there's the one case where they're like, fuck it. You know, we're not going to be predictable and, Roman's going to hang on and that'll be that. Maybe Cody gets his time another chance, but I mean, they said he knew weeks in advance, like there was known weeks in advance to WWE that it wasn't going over. Yeah. So I mean, cool, but like, still, I don't, if I had my choice of a match that I wish would have gone different, I, I would have rather the Usos go over night one and Cody go over night two. Gotcha. That's what I, I mean. If if you're not gonna have all three, all, both matches go the way I want you to, flip the title because there's no bigger moment for Cody. Cody's never gonna have another moment like that in his career where he came back, came back from injury, won the Rumble. Now he's dealing with Roman and all this other stuff and the Usos and all. This storyline just played out so perfectly over the past few months, and to be in that moment and for him not to win, it's like you just why? Why wouldn't you just? Give the fans the moment. I agree. Well, it's the biggest stage too. Where 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 does he win now? You know He's what not, I mean? Like, like SummerSlam isn't the same. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like Sean, I agree, and that's why we thought he was always gonna do yeah. it. So I agree with you. You're right. So I mean I, all overall, they could have cut about four matches and made this a one-night show and it would, still would have been fantastic. Exactly, but they, they're looking for the red gates and stuff yeah. like that. But I mean, they said they did 160,000. I don't know if that's accurate. Well, that definitely <laughs> sounds like WWE numbers. But uh, I, mean, I, th- I, I thought it was a great show. Raw was not very good. Um, was expecting it to be interesting. It wasn't. Uh, apparently, McMahon was there, and he was making changes and changed shit early in the night, and then later during the show, did some change one of Seth like Seth's promo. Where Seth came out and then he did the stuff with the crowd, and then at the commercial, they were like, Yeah, it's been changed, you're done. And he I, was think like, I, I think I saw behind the, the, the scenes that added like yeah. TikTok or some shit, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, Okay, so uh, yeah. there's another guy on like Twitter who was sitting near the production people, who, like play the music and the pyro and all that stuff. And then he said they got at least three script changes during the night. <clears throat> I'm like, That's insane, that would piss me off if I was working there. And, uh, you know what? And like we said, there's no reason for him to come back and upset the Apple caught, but yeah. whatever um, he is, he's, he's who he is. And then, but I mean, we'll see how things change uh, going forward. Uh, SmackDown was, first hour I saw was pretty decent. 
Um, you're going to have your matches with like Shotzi and Natalia versus Raquel and Liv. Like you're going to have those. You can't escape them. I mean, back when even in the Attitude Era, you had like the fucking uh, Mean Street Posse against exactly the people who came out to the uh, ICP. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah, with uh, John Tenta in a fucking, you know, <laughs> whatever mask carrying a Cartman. Uh, with a brown imp mask and a fucking Got around one of the bu- you know the bushwhacker one of the bushwhackers just thought yeah bushwhacker butch well yeah yeah just passed <laughs> and uh, you know <laughs> it just seems like they were a different type of tag team in all their other territories and then they got the WWE uh, F at that time you know, can't be horse shit, bushwhacking. Ah, <laughs> no, and, and like I said, they were not, you know, they were never in real big matches or, you know, or in the beginning they said, but, but the guys who listened, they worked for 40 fucking years together. And like you said, that was his brother, you know, you know, not even me, you know, not related, but saying this, I was as close to this guy and they had a nice career everywhere. They just didn't get, you know, here it was just like, sure. And I'll be honest. Like I said, when I was growing up and I saw them come out, they were one of those teams. I was like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> you know, it was almost like the fucking, you know, Moondog Rex and Moondog Spot. <laughs> you know, these, but these were guys who were big people in other territories, smaller territories. They were huge. But when they came to the WWF, first of all, I don't know why you signed them because they had to pay them more money to get them away. And you really, they never gave them a push. I don't, I don't think the Moondogs ever won a fucking title, you know, you know, a tag team title. I'm not, I'm sure, I don't know what the Bushwhackers did either. Not, so not, just, not in the WWF, they didn't. No, that's what I mean. So it's like, why did you even grab these guys? Why did you bring them aboard? I, I think I remember one time as a kid, the Bushwhackers won a match and I lost my mind. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was like when the Brooklyn Brawler won a match. You're like, what the uh, hell is happening? Yeah, that. You know who the best in between guy was growing up? Iron Mike Sharp. Because. <laughs> He was good enough to win, but they always made him lose. And then they tried to turn him heel for a little while. I mean, where he would win a match against a jobber. But it's like, you're just a step above a jobber. <laughs> like, what was the push? And well, it was like when Barry Windham had that, like, long losing streak. Yeah. And then he finally won a match. And people were like, oh, my God. Well, but he, had, he had, oh, excuse me. You know, he had uh you know, he had blood in him wrestling blood with, uh, you know, Blackjack Mulligan and shit. So yeah. you knew he was going to be. I mean, Bray Wyatt's name is Wyndham Rotunda. Yeah. You know, that's, that's <laughs> crazy. Isn't that uh, nuts? But <clears throat> overall, not too bad. Uh, yeah, going to so. make a hard shift yep. right into MLB. <laughs> I'm not Let's talking go. too much football or anything else. This is probably the last thing we're going to talk tonight because I'm not going to lie to you. I'm pretty tired. Uh, <laughs> we'll just do baseball. It's baseball season. But first week, been the Mets can't win a fucking game in in Milwaukee. They're like three and eighteen. Their last uh, twenty one games in Milwaukee. Why is that such a hard place to play for them? I don't get it. I mean, and Milwaukee, don't get me wrong, they're not the worst team in baseball, but they're not the best. I mean, I don't get it. Oh man, they, they always they, beat the Yankees today. They're Good doing it with a different ca- cast of characters, also. Yep. Um, but after a week, Mets are four and four. Hopefully they take these next two from the Marlins over the weekend and then they 
hit a very tough stretch with uh, teams like the uh, Padres and who, who they got on the schedule. They got the Padres. Well, they got the A's. That'll be nice. Then the Dodgers, then the Giants before they pick up Washington and Atlanta at the end of the month. So it's going to be uh, – yeah, it's going to be an interesting couple weeks. Um, but overall, I mean, the Rays right now are the best team in baseball. They are playing well. They're seven or no. I, I know, but I'm like, you know what it is? I. It's funny you think about the Rays. Like, the model is just what the model is. I think that look, like you said, they they signed a few people, you know, Franco long term and and thing like that. I I still the open a bullshit to me. I don't think they've had to do it yet, but. I, I haven't looked at their box scores. I, I don't know what, you know, because they have a good rotation if everybody pitches. So I, I I know they sustain for the whole year. You know, they made a couple of World Series. I, I can't, I, I take nothing against the, away from the Rays. I just, I, you know, I, I don't necessarily know. You know, it's the model that they say teams, you know, why don't teams follow them who don't spend a lot of money? Yeah. I, I still think it comes down to who you draft. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have to have the players to follow any model. Yeah. And, you know, they just happen to draft well. Everybody they draft is a player. But, Sean, here's the thing, too. You're out there every night playing in front of fucking 4,000 people. It's, yeah. it's the, the pressure. There's no – you're not getting booed. You're not, yeah. And then when you go on a road, you play in front of – sometimes there's really not a lot of pressure. And that goes a long way. And yeah. uh, they are hot. They're playing hot. I don't like that the Braves are off to a fast start, and I'll tell you why. Look, the Braves only had the really shitty month of April last year. But if they get hot, they're a team that's just built to win. And, and you know what, Sean, being a Met fan, and this is, you know, we, we try not to be biased about anything, but I it's just, it's every, you know, it's the same horseshit all the time. If it's not Acuna getting a hit, it's fucking Olsen. If it's not Olsen, it's fucking Darno, which is really a kick in the fucking ass. If it's, I know I hear Harris has some back problems. I hope that, you know, I like, oh, I hope he's all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They, they kept him, but all right. If it's not him, then it's, you know, well now Albie's, Albie's, but Albie's, yeah. but Albie's, oh, Albie's hurt too. No, 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 no. I'm saying oh. he didn't play much last year. So I'm saying yeah. Albie's again, but if he didn't, Austin Riley gets a hit every night. And then if he don't, you know, so I'm just saying they don't miss. Me. And Murphy hasn't even gotten hot yet. I, I, you know, it's like I said, I thought that was just weird anyway, because they had Dono. I know Dono's older, so you needed that, but he hasn't hit at all. And it seems like Dono's in the lineup every day between catch and NDH and sometimes. So. Yeah. It's, I, I just, uh... Uh, the Braves and they have good, even though, uh, is freed out. One of the pitches is out. One of the pitches. Yeah, is I forgot hurt. which one got hurt. So, like I said, I, I just the Braves don't need to run away with this. Hopefully, they stay close and the Mets make it out of something. I uh, mean, so my thoughts right now is I, I didn't have the Mets win the division anyway. So, like, just get in the playoffs, get in the tournament, see what happens. Do what Philly did last year. Just see so, what happens. Just get there. Um, no, no, I, I, I agree too, Sean. But you know what? You just, I, I, and I will say this, they all saying the right thing. Like they interviewed Lindor after the game, after getting swept, after Adovino gave up the homer. And he's like, look, it is early, but you don't want to lose these games. Yeah. He's like, you don't want to lose ever. But he goes, you know, I, the, the, you know, in, in, in basketball and hockey, 
losses really don't matter. <laughs> Hockey, especially because you could get a tie and get a point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is horseshit. But in basketball, basketball, you could be three games under 500 and still make the playoffs. Baseball games count, you see, because obviously less teams make the playoffs, even though they've expanded it. But even just the fact, like, you know, you can't look, the Mets last year lost a game in April or May or June. That was the difference in their season. You know what I mean? Because if they have the one more win, they win the division, even with the Braves coming at them. You know what I mean? So it is the only sport that really your regular season still matters and every game matters. And they got shut out those first two games in Milwaukee. Then they put the offense together. Look, I, like I said, I like Pete Alonzo. I like him a lot. We had the talk show and he had the couple of homers to right field again, B. But today, the same shit. He comes up with the bases loaded. Nobody out and fucking strikes out. And then McNeil's up after him and fucking strikes out. I don't understand these guys. They go away from their approach. Now, I if Pete didn't strike out, then it was just going to be a pop-up to the first baseman. And just level a ball. Let it come to you. I don't care. Slice a ball down a right field line. Now he comes up his next at bat, and he gets a base hit and knocks in a run. And then he did some damage later on. But my yeah. point being is. Yeah, I saw his home run. So so did what did he knock in, three today or four? Three. Knocked in three. He could have knocked in five or six. You know what I'm saying? Or seven. See, yeah. his games, like I said, Peter Alonso's going to knock in 115 to 130 runs every year, but he could be knocking in 150. And I'm not, and I, this puts him in an upper echelon player. And when we sit here and we say, well, it's not fair to say that. No, it's, it's, it is because he's a good hitter. He just has shitty at bats with guys on base. And I I don't understand why he can't hit. Like I said, Matt Olson comes up, guys on base, just sticks the fucking bat, has the plate coverage, hits a fucking home run to left field, a home run to right field, a home run to center field. And it's not even so much the home run, especially with the bases loaded, nobody out. You just put the ball. No, but what I'm saying is just the easy swing. If Alonzo, like, what do we talk about? The lunge all the time, the lunge, the lunge. Why are you, this guy has probably had since Little League to now, 15,000 at bats. <laughs> Why are you not sitting back? Why are you not just moving towards the ball? And even if you let the ball, first of all, if you let the ball come in on you, that's one thing. It also makes you not swing at that fucking curveball that's going right in the dirt because yeah. you're not anxious. Sit back, recognize. And, and like I said, so I know Pete's going to have – I'm, I'm hoping that he just takes off. Like you said, because he's had a couple of games in a row. But th- it's the difference between a three-RBI game and a six-RBI deck. Mm. And that puts you in – and that, that puts you into another stratosphere, and he could be there. And the McNeil thing to me is just crazy because Jeff McNeil had a shitty 2021. Shitty. Yeah. Came back last year, did level swing. I don't care if he swings at the first pitch. It's fine. Yeah. Level swing, doing everything. Now he comes up, and the first pitch he swings at is a foot and a half on the outside corner. So he just hits a weak pop-up. He's not driving anything. He got three hits the other day again, but he'd just be, just be the play he were last year. I, I, You know, like we said, these guys watch film all day long, and they go over it, and they have hitting coaches, and you have this. If a person who can watch the games sees what you're doing on TV – How the fuck can't you correct it (laughs) with the people who are paid to correct you and you? He has to see himself jumping. Escobar, same thing. Jump, jump. Like he's trying to be too fast in in Milwaukee. 
everything that was inside them, righty and lefty, he pulls foul because he's just jumping at the ball. Yeah. It's just uh so look, look, I, I I'm not panicking against the Mets. McGill actually Pete the- only got two RBS. Oh, so the single and the home run was a solo home. Yeah. It was back to back with Lindor. Okay, all right. So I, I didn't really I didn't hear the end of the game. So I you know, all right, so he only had two. So there you go, he had two. We could have had at least four, maybe five. Yeah. And and I and look, and a win is a win, and you don't want to get on him. But I just like you said, McGill pitched nice. Um, but it, you know, I, I mean many- he's become our steady number four. And I I I, I know he didn't have a great spring, but like He's got to have a permanent spot. Like he has to. No, but I guess he'll be the odd man out when Verlander comes back. They're, they're stuck. They're they're heavy on Peterson, I guess. Still being a number. So five. they got Scherzer, Senga, Verlander, Miguel, Verlander. If you get Verlander, Carrasco. Peterson, and Carrasco. Fucking push Carrasco to the bullpen. Carrasco is a weird. Like I said, he won fifteen games again last year. He pitched well. I don't. He, but he has those spurts where, like, he had a bad game the other day. Yeah. But even Scherzer, I mean, Scherzer pitched like shit in Milwaukee. Yeah, that's true. They had to. Well, and that was my thing about Milwaukee too. So they, it's not a lot of big names. They had the rookie with the grand slam. But I'm saying it was almost like the Mets get into this rut, and it didn't happen last year, where everything they throw, and the other team hits, is a home run. Yeah. Like they 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 did that did not happen to them last year. Look, I've been watching this team a lot of years, and previous years it was the same. Like even fifty I, of them, to be a matter of fact. A lot of Vino hardly gave up any homers last year. Then he co- immediately comes into the tie game and fucking but guy, it's a fly ball, it's gone. They just they're in that mode of where every mistake is a home run. Now the funny thing is when pitchers make a mistake to the Mets, it's hardly ever a home run. To pop so out the second, might, yeah, it might not even be a hit. But you know, when you just don't want but when you watch these games regularly, so as long as they they keep that down, like you said, they got a big stretch coming up. They can beat all these teams for some reason they're playing a lot of West Coast teams early, home and away. Yeah. Hey, um, get it out of the way, my opinion. Yeah, so so do that. And uh we'll be good. And this is like they play the Marlins and then they don't see them again until September or something like that. August to September. Jesus. Well, because they'll have six and they only play seven. Yeah, more. seven more, yeah. So um, I guess it's towards the end. Sweet, we play Atlanta for three at the end of the month. We only have 10 more with them. <laughs> but we can only go 13, 0 and 13 against them this year. Sweet. It, it, it should be good. Look, there's not a lot of not a lot of surprise left. Just stay, stay close and just play the game. I will say, Sean, if you if you give me the the uh so we we have a we have a a, a listener, you know, Ann Kim, a colleague of ours. Mm-hmm. So he listens. He listens with his father, his 90-year-old father. Nice. Gary. And uh thank you for listening, Gary. Yeah, no, he 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 does, he listens, he plays it back. Um, so now he 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 had sent the question to Kim just to see if we could answer this question. So he he said he's he's watching more baseball than he has over the last few years. Um, I get you know, and it was kind of the same way, things that were happening in the game. Mm-hmm. So his question is. You know, there's a lot of strike, a lot of strikeouts. So, he, you know, he, his thing more is what he's asking. Is it more the pitching or is it more the hitting? Because he's like, you know, even just going back 15, 20 years ago, guys threw a little 90 plus, 94, 95 the most. And he goes, now everybody's swinging at 99 and missing. 
So I think it's a combination. Is is the pitching ahead of the hitting or is the hitting just regressed in terms of the, in terms of the pitching? I think the hitting has, hasn't even regressed in in approach in, in contrast to the pitching. I think what has happened is the hitting has regressed in the form of the approach and how guys train their swing and how they prepare themselves and how they look at in a bat or how they, Seeing a bad, I don't like. For example, we'll use it Alonzo, like we just talked about. Pete will come up in the eighth inning of a game against the the Marlins. Francisco Lindor will just have hit a home run, and then he'll hit a bomb to left center field, deepest part of of City Field. And you're into the wind, and you're like, "What the fuck? Where was this four innings ago?" It's because it did, it didn't matter if he hit a home run. The Mets were up eight to three at that point. His extra, it's the David Wright kind of my, He's just, very my, loose just loose at that point just like fuck it dude. whatever happens happens it doesn't matter it's not gonna change anything and and he puts a good bat together and he, he drives a ball and everything else when when guys come up in these big situations they're trying to do too much which is getting them a all out of whack b they're getting too anxious because now they're thinking about all the other times that they had these at bats and they didn't come through or something else happened and see everybody's there were guys like Griffey who had a natural uppercut, but were still level through the zone. Yeah. All of these guys now, because it's stupid Chris Bryant's dad and fucking launch angle <laughs> are now swinging, are uppercutting everything like it's an eight iron. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, I mean, even Bryce Harper, who has a very uppercut swing through the zone, it's level, and then it wraps around because his hands start high and he comes down. So it wraps around and it looks more uppercut than it is. Again, I I think the professional ballplayers, I think they can adjust to the high speeds. And another thing is there's a lot of guessing. Guys don't pitch anymore. I mean, Scherzer, Verlander, uh, you know, guys like that. Uh, Zach Wheeler's learned to do it in Philadelphia. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other good pitchers of the time uh, of right now. DeGrom on occasion. Uh, but it was also one of my biggest complaints with Syndergaard. He didn't know how to pitch. He knew how to throw. He didn't mix things up. He didn't change eye levels. He didn't work in and out. He just up or down. He just, let me throw hard. You hit it. Like, it, it, at the end of the day, they, both skills and both, art forms have regressed significantly compared to where they were even when I was a little boy in the early nineties. So, I mean, it's just in the early nineties, not even the the mid to late nineties. It it just, when all that attention to the home run ball and chasing Maris and Ruth and all that shit, it changed how guys took their approach in the box and it, it has never gotten back. I mean, there would have never been a shift in baseball in the mid nineties because you couldn't, because there was guys on every team that could hit the ball the other way. Mm-hmm. So it didn't matter if they were a righty or a lefty. You couldn't shift because Cal Ripken Jr. would put one between the, the one and two hole. Or, or Tony Gwynn or whomever else. Like Craig Biggio. You name a guy. They could do it. Sure, now man. guys are like, oh, I can't get a hit to the – because it, they, they, they cover in right field. It's, and fucking wait on it and hit the ball later. It's – it's re- I, you, you hit the nail on the head and, and, and Gary does – he. He has hit the nail on the head with the the approach is just different by the hitters. Because at some point in time, analytics told you that an out is an out. 
So it doesn't matter if you strike out or you fly out or you pop up or you or you hit a ground ball to short. An out was an out. So that's how they counted it. Now, I never saw it that way because obviously you put the ball in play, you have something can happen. But to when you is to say, be human, right? Well, that's it. But when you say that an out is an out, like we'll, we'll use that what we said today, Alonzo, you come up the bases loaded, nobody out. An out isn't an out. He fucking struck out. And then the batter after him, McNeil struck out. So you, you can't say an out is an out. Because there you had two chances and you did dick. Nothing was, you had a chance for a big inning. So these guys get into these, the, the approaches. Look, everybody throws 90. First of all, we, the few podcasts ago, I don't think the guns are accurate. I really don't. You're not going to tell me there's a whole generation now that everybody throws 100 miles an hour. So it's a crock of shit. Um, but they could be close. It's probably high 90s. But guys can hit fastballs. And like Sean said, you're thinking. And as a pitcher, if all you do is throw hard, something's going to happen. It's either going to flatten out because you're trying to overthrow. And that's why these guys can still hit a hard fastball. But if you can pitch and you can come inside with that fastball, get a guy back, throw a curve for a strike. You know, it, it's funny. There's not a lot of – unless it's like the, the first pitch of a game – there's not a lot of guys who throw curveballs for strikes because they wait till they're deep. They're in a count where it's pitcher friendly and then they just bounce it. I mean, if, if you would look, I guarantee you, if you look how many cold strikes on curveballs there is during the year, it's got to be w- probably one of the less lesser of the either the fastball, a slider, uh, uh, a changeup, because it, they're always just looking to bounce it. So there isn't the get me over curveball. I think you throw a curveball the first pitch, a guy's looking for fastball, he's going to take it. You can do it there. Two and oh, a guy looking for a fastball, he's going to take it, even though that has gone out the window a lot. So I, I mean, it's just it's just the approach, and 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 that's what it is. And and you know, like Sean says, Pete Alonso hit a meaningless homer basically in the eighth inning today, but he had his ch- and he knocked it. Like you said, he got a base hit. Yeah, well, which which did matter earlier in the game. So oh, I don't it did, it did, it did. Take anything away from that other at bat. But. It was two nothing at the time, and he got a base hit to make it three nothing. So he, you know, he he did his job there. Um, but I I think that's basically. And like you said, now that we've, we, you know, I got to be. I think the pitch clock is an advantage to the hitters. Right. I, I don't know, Sean, if you feel that way. I think it's more advantage to the hitters because they know when they're set. This guy's only got eight more ball's seconds. Ball's coming, yeah. The ball's coming. I mean, it's almost like, to me, it's almost like, look, I mean, baseball is a game of rhythm. And obviously, you're always going to see a guy in his wind-up, even if he quick pitches in a stretch. But now, I get to eight and I'm set. I know, okay, this guy's coming. So now it's like, in your head, you can almost picture a pitching machine, especially if you're looking fastball anyway, middle in, middle out. And you just say, okay, this guy's going to throw on fastball, and I'm sitting and throw. I think the pitch clock does that in that uh, in that case. I think that's why you're seeing a little more hitting this time, even though guys still strike out a ton. I'm saying good hitters. Like to me, if I'm a pitcher, at eight seconds when that guy's eyes in my head, I'm throwing a ball because they just look. You know, they have to be ready at eight, so they just look up. They do all their bullshit, and then at eight, they just have to be ready to hit. Fuck it. I see nine. I'm going into my windup. Because the guy can only call the timeout one time, one time each bat. So as soon as I see, especially if he's already used it, as soon as I see nine, my legs rocking back. 
because he has to be ready to hit at eight. Yeah. <laughs> so if you see nine and then all of a sudden, so now what would you make the hitter do? Well, you're going to make that hitter be ready at nine, at 10. And then if you get to 10, if you get up to 10, because this guy's like, fuck, he's going to be throwing the ball. Now I can hold the ball and take it down to three and throw it or two or even one, but I'm still holding. Now you're sitting there. You're sitting there for 10 seconds waiting for me to throw the ball. I, I'm still kind of surprised that pitchers haven't done that yet. Scherz is trying. Scherz has been well, trying he, to do that. Scherz has tried to manipulate the clock, but you saw how good it worked in, in Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, to me, until the hit is caught on, that's all, man. As soon as that clock got to nine, I'm going into my wind. You know, you're already, you know, I'm telling the guy, listen, even if I had to do two signs, you know what I mean? I had. Let's do, you know, give me a, give me a, what's the thing called? The pitch indicator? Pitch comp. The pitch com. Give me the pitch com and flash me a sign and we'll do both. We'll do two, two pitches in a row. I would do something like that. So, you know, as soon as this guy looks at it, okay, boom, he comes in. All right, at nine, I'm fucking throwing. Let's go. And and make the hitter, make the hitter adjust. And then, like I said, Sean, now you got a pitch, a hitter looking at, you know, getting a box at 10 and I might throw the fucking ball, <laughs> you know, and he's got to be ready. And on the next pitch, fuck it, I'm taking it to one. Let him sweat a little. He can't call timeout. He can't do it. So you brought up an interesting point. What what can you do? Can you do you just have to start your motion by one, or do you have to be letting go of the ball by zero? I think for the I think they throw the ball before zero, as far mm-hmm. as I as far as I've seen. I don't yeah. think it ever gets down to that. It looks like a lot of them are throwing it at five, four, three, and two. I'd start my motion at four. <laughs> Well, no, no, but that's Sean. Well, you can hold the ball. I think that's that's the thing that Scherzer was saying, holding the ball on a guy until one second. I think you have to just start your motion. Okay. So that's what it is. But you, you're the same way, hold the ball. But if you know, to me, I think you can fuck with the hitters more than the pitcher. But it'll be interesting. Look, nothing. This stuff hasn't killed the game. No. Hasn't done it. The games are going faster. You know, who's losing money? The the ballparks are losing money. Yeah, because it's not people buying shit as late anymore. Well, you can't, you, like you said, people are getting online in the first inning, bottom of the first, they come back, it's the middle of the fourth. <laughs> and they're like, wait, the, the fucking game's half over. Well, all I was going to eat got, that. All, all they went to do was get a couple of hot dogs. Yeah. So it's it, it's been good. It's I, I have no problem with it. I still think making the bases big if the steel bases was stupid, but guys are yeah. running more. Hey, Nimmo's, Nimmo's picking up his game. He's stealing. Yeah, how many does he have? I think he's got three now, or at least two. Nice. But, I mean, there's a guy. He didn't steal his first one last year until September. I'm just waiting for him to break a fucking wrist diving into second base. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, until until September, so. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Look, it should be a good year. And uh, got a lot of stuff down the horizon. We'll see what's going on. Thank you for joining us, folks. Everybody have a great weekend. Have a happy Easter to you and yours. For those that are of the Jewish faith, I hope you had a Happy Passover. Mm-hmm. Um, Shabbat Shalom. And Shalom to you. All Thank right. You. We'll, we'll see you next time here on the Fumble to the End Zone podcast.